Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hey everyone, Sarah here. As you listen to our episodes recorded during the 2020 global pandemic, just a friendly reminder to check the date stamp on when that episode was released. And we'll also always tell you when it was recorded as well in the show notes and in the episode itself. Things change so quickly these days, including recommendations for health and safety, as well as just our own thoughts and feelings. So you may hear things that feel a bit dated if you're catching up on older episodes. Just know that we're experiencing this in real time, just like you, and that we're working really hard to follow the latest recommendations for the safety of our families and our communities. We're also working hard to bring you timely, relevant podcast episodes in a world that's changing really quickly. So just a reminder to listen with that context. Thanks for being here, friends. On to the episode. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. We're two moms with eight kids between us, from little to grown. We're in different areas of the country and in different stages of life. But we both know that motherhood's a lot easier when real moms share tips and encouragement. And remind you that it's really all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 260 of the Mom Hour. I'm Sarah Powers, here as always with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah. So we are continuing our conversation about squirrels and birds today. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I almost feel like we do to apologize for the length of time that we went on talking about squirrels and birds in the last episode, but maybe people will be really into that. Well, and maybe that the times we're living through mean no apologies necessary for long diversions from reality, including squirrels and birds. We are not talking more about them today, though. No, we're talking about we're we're in we are continuing our conversation about small comforts. Um, and last week we did talk a lot about squirrels and birds as 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 just viewing them and watching them being something that we're suddenly really into and have the time and or are making the time and the attention to do. And then I think it's the for me it's the meta level of realizing how funny it is that we can have an hour long conversation about squirrels in our respective backyards that then. I just get such like a weird, I'm just tickled by it. It just makes me laugh so much that, and I think that part is actually universal. I think all of us are experiencing interest in topics we've never been interested in and um, having, not everybody has time that has opened up. And I think that is important to acknowledge. So everybody's work and work from home situation is different, but I think everyone has experienced a shift in priority and a shift in Mm. 
schedule in some way, even if you do still really feel busy or you're working full time. Um, and that just means that sometimes you find yourself having an hour long conversation about squirrels. I don't know how else to put it, but it it makes me yes. laugh in a weird like the way. day that I posted a picture of uh, my yard squirrel on Facebook and then two dudes like duked it out in the comments section about whether the squirrel <laughs> was actually a brown squirrel with some pigmentation <laughs> issues or like a real black squirrel. I was just laughing. I'm thinking, when would this it's like the gold versus blue dress of yes. 2020. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Except we yeah. all have. Yeah. We all have so many things like that that we just you right. know, have time to care about. Um, so, yeah, like you said, last week we talked about a bunch of different things that are bringing little bits of comfort to our lives as we stay home um, and continue to stay home. And even as we look to um, things opening back up a little bit slowly and very differently across the country. Um, I think the collective stress that we've all felt is not going to go away like overnight. So the, right, I, the idea of small comforts, I think, is, remains important um, throughout this entire year of 2020. And last week we talked about all kinds of things like leggings with pockets and picking flowers. And so if you missed mm -hmm. it, you definitely don't have to listen to the, these two in order, I don't think. But if you missed it, just know that you're missing out on a bunch of bird and squirrel talk yep. as well, as well, <laughs> as well as some other things of value. Yes, yes. exactly. Um, and I also want to, you know, to your point about there being this collective stress, I think another thing that's kind of cool about sharing and paying attention to the things that are bringing other people um, pleasure is that in the next few months, things like our shared experience of this is going to start becoming a little bit less shared I agree. Like, because really. all the different states are going to be opening up differently and everyone's going to be experiencing this very differently. Whereas I feel like for the last month or so, most of us have kind of been in the same boat to some degree. It's like, we're all sort of like, not every state shut down the same way, but there was sort of this, this shared idea about what the right thing to do was and what we were all kind of in it for. And now that I think is going to shift. So I it's agree. nice to have something that's a little shared that we can all kind of, I don't know, relate to each other. Yeah. And with. you can seek comfort for different reasons. So for example, um, in our pandemic perspective series that we've been doing, we've been talking to people who are very much working full-time, if not busier, and they are not staying, you know, they are not at home with little kids all day. They are out in the world. And so we know everyone's experience is different, but the need for comfort is rather unifying. Don't you think? Because, yes, because absolutely. No matter what your schedule looks like or however this pandemic has, you know, come into your life, uh, it's been jarring for most people. And and the idea of comfort seeking and comfort noticing um, is, I think, something that will benefit everybody. Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress free and hit our wellness goals with ready to eat meals from our sponsor, Factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite Factor meals, and Katie loved the herb-crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one, too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day, and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say, what a parenting win. <laughs> and I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. 
Listeners head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour5050 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the forever chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's from our O-U-R place.com code mom hour. All right, Megan, why don't you bring us into your first small comfort for today? Okay. Well, my first one today is mimosas. I love it. So you know that I'm not really a cocktail person. Like I very rarely get cocktails and only if I'm out or like if someone makes one for me. Um, but something about a mimosa has always felt special. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing... Um, like if I was at a brunch in the city or like for a while, I had a little ritual of meeting some friends at a place in town um, for brunch and they had $3 mimosas and that was really fun. And like, it feels always to me like the kind of thing you do or like at a baby shower or, yeah. a, you know, <laughs> wedding shower or something where there's like something special happening. And I had gotten really bummed the first couple Sundays in a row um, because like I couldn't run out with my friends or mm-hmm. even see my friends at all. This whole group of people that I haven't really been in touch with. To just sit and have a mimosa, which always just felt like this very grown up, special, yeah. fun thing. And then one day I was like, wait, I could just have mimosas at home. Mm-hmm. There's nothing stopping me. And I could have them whenever I want. I could have them any time of day I want. <laughs> so I've really just started like whenever I do a shopping order, whether that's, you know, having it delivered or the couple times I've been out for like a big shop, I just make sure I have a couple bottles of champagne on hand. And I also get Sprite. Because the kids like to have fake ones when I have a mimosa. And sometimes we will all gather in the kitchen for a mimosa. It just sounds so silly. It's like 3.30 in the afternoon. We're all bored. And it's like, hey, guys, everyone want a mimosa? And they all like flock to the kitchen. And we sit around and drink out of fancy drink and glasses. And the other nice thing is you can make mimosas relatively um, weak if you want. So they can really be orange juice with a splash of champagne. Or some people like them champagne with a splash of OJ. So, you know, it just depends on the mood that you're in. But they can really just be a very special, fun thing that feels a little different from maybe your usual Bev, whatever that beverage is. I love that. Do you have champagne flutes or do you put them in wine glasses? Um, So I have several plastic wine glasses that I took from the movie theater (laughs) 
because they like I don't even know what to do with that information. Okay. Okay. Continue. Well, I didn't steal them. They were given to me. Otherwise I have they like they if you ever go to the movies and have a glass of wine, they give it to you in this plastic cup with a little thumb holder, which is perfect. Okay. Here anyway. And so those ones I give to the kids and then um the older kids and I drink out of champagne fluids. Okay. Because I do well, you and I both have strong opinions about beverage containers. And Mm -hmm. I am not I don't love mimosas because I don't love champagne, but if I were to have one, it just feels so special in the champagne flute and having something in a champagne flute in general is so fun. It makes me wish I liked champagne more. Same thing with like putting a cocktail in a martini glass. It's just the way you hold it. It just feels so special. So I was curious if you had enough to go around, but you sound, so you do drink yours out of a flute. I like that. I drink mine out of the flute. Uh, Jake and Isaac and Will drink theirs out of flutes. I think we have four total. Okay. And I have I have two like cool, tall stemmed ones with like a gold leaf around the bottom that are not real gold. And I got them at TJ Maxx yeah. very inexpensively. And then some nicer and more expensive ones that are like um, stemless and just like narrow stemless Ooh, I love glasses. That. And those Ooh, are really nice. nice. Yeah. Nice. Yes. That definitely adds. To, it wouldn't feel the same if I just poured them into like a juice glass. Or yeah. Something, so. Yeah. I love definitely that. creates the experience. Okay. Yep. Well, I kind of want to, I kind of want to emulate that, even though it's not the beverage itself that I would probably choose, but the... well, we're recording this on a Sunday. So you know that on any time on a Sunday, you're allowed to have mimosas, That's right? true. It's like mimosa all day. I think there's a t-shirt yep. that says That's that. Bottomless somewhere. mimosa. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, my first one is television. We're really starting off really wholesome here. Basically booze <laughs> and TV, small comforts. Um, no, everybody knows I love television that has not changed. And even my TV watching really hasn't changed. Although I'll say we're staying up a little later than we used to, um, which for me is like 10. Um, but I thought I would mention a few things that we've watched and they aren't quarantine specific, but if you're looking for things to watch, or if you're not a TV watcher and, um, you think that some TV would actually like bring you comfort at the end of the day, here's some ideas. So Uh, In the beginning of all this, we were working our way through Ozark season three. So we finished that. Did you finish? I know you and I talked about watching it. No, you know what I did? I read spoilers. You are so funny about that. And now I don't want to finish it. Okay. I have no desire. But I mean, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. I just think from what I read, I think it's going to stress me out. I mean, it's always super dark. Ozark is very dark. It's so very stressful. And it's one of those shows where season to season, I feel like it gets more dark. Yeah. Well, like, and you know, you know, my problem, how I forget plots as soon as I watch them, I'm very immersed in them and I can, I can recall and tell you the feel of it, but I already, it's only been like three weeks and I, I can't tell you what happened at all. It's, it's like, it leaves my brain. I don't have a retention part of my brain for plots. <laughs> I can tell you what the characters were wearing and what, like what things looked like. And I have, I pay a lot of attention to other details, but I lose plots. So I can't even tell you, I couldn't even tell you spoilers right now, but I, we finished that. Then we watched Tiger King, like the rest of the world. Um, now we are watching the last dance, which is the ESPN documentary series about the 97, 98 Chicago bulls. So it's a sports documentary. It's really, really good. It's coming out, um, two episodes at a time on Sundays. So you can't really binge it, but I do like that. They drop two at a time because for us, it'll get us through like a a couple nights and I think they're long. I think they're an hour each. Um, we are still working our way through Schitt's Creek. That's kind of our, like after a drama put on a short comedy and we're right. into season five now for Schitt's Creek. Can I share something really sad with you about uh, Schitt's Creek season six? Yeah. Didn't you like you, you couldn't watch the very end or something cause your Hulu expired. Yeah. So at the Super Bowl day, I signed up for Hulu live, which got me access to pop TV, which got me access yeah. to Schitt's Creek season six. Yeah. And my trial membership literally ran out the day 
mm-hmm. that the last episode of season six came out. And I'm not going to pay 60 bucks no. now to watch it. Like, that's what it would cost. I wonder if you up. can log into mine. I know we've tried these things before, but we actually... we Well, what I heard is that if it's Hulu Live, apparently it's address specific. So okay. Yeah, I've heard so, that too. And yeah. we do... Hulu Live is now our cable provider. We, we like... Yeah. We switched around to all these different things. We tried to go like off of cable and then we came back to Hulu Live. So we do have Hulu Live, yeah. but... I'll um, see it eventually and it'll be, you know, so much more special for the long wait, I guess. I guess. Um, I'm like kind <laughs> of afraid of Shit's Creek spoilers for some reason because it is so popular. And I know it's not the type yeah. of show like with huge plot twists, but still, I don't like any spoilers. I don't even like to know a direction that things are going. Um, so anyway, we're we're early in season five, maybe a few episodes into season five. Um, and then just some of our are always watching. We're always watching the current season of Survivor and Top Chef and Allegra watches both of those with us, which is kind of fun. Um, we are watching older seasons of The Amazing Race as a family. I'm not, I might have mentioned that in an earlier episode, but we watched that before bed for everybody. And um, Amazing Race is such a good reality competition show for all ages. Um, like literally all five of us enjoy it. So that's a fun one. And then Brian and I are back into Saturday Night Live and The Daily Show, both of which are recording and producing remotely, which is like yep. kind of it's awkward. Kind of funny. It's like awkward. Yeah. Like the first Saturday Night Live that came back, I did not like. It was like too awkward and weird. And then the following weeks was actually really good. So I think they're hitting their stress. Well, as good as Saturday Night Live ever is. I mean, there's there's usually lots that isn't funny, but then there's a few things that are. Um, and the daily show with Trevor Noah is good in its weird way. Like, so I guess maybe that's a vote for if you've stopped watching your typical late night fair, cause it's different, maybe give it a try. I know Fallon and Colbert, like everybody's doing it. And, um, there is something very comforting about those familiar faces on your TV, even yeah. if they're in their Great. bedroom. So yeah, TV. Yes. Yay. Love it. Um, well, hopefully this one won't make me feel, make me sound obnoxious because I know for a lot of people, the constant meal planning, cooking and cleanup right now is a real bummer mm-hmm. um, and not any, but you have to remember that I like being in my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually been like a thing that I've cultivated over the years and just spending so much time in my kitchen, puttering, um, planning meals, shuffling things around in the fridge, cooking and cleaning up has actually created quite a nice sense of calm and structure to my day. Like it's really nice at the end of the day to go, um, to say to myself, look at these two things I accomplished. I made pancakes, <laughs> uh, which we talked about in the last episode and, and I cleaned up twice. Like I made two meals yeah. and I cleaned up and now everything looks good and I'm going to bed and the dishwasher is running. And there's just something about that when other things feel kind of out of control or mm-hmm. it's hard to get traction, maybe in your work. Like maybe if your work right now feels a little unsatisfying because it's all over the place or whatever it might be. It's nice to just have that thing that you can return to and feel like I did this thing. Mm -hmm. So I've leaned in pretty hard on that. I love that. And your move to this house was just a few weeks before all this started. So you get that. um, It's like your kitchen hasn't gotten into its bad habits yet. Do you know what I mean? Like we're we're honeymooning. Yes. (laughs) Like you get to like really be in your kitchen and like, you know, find the best place to put things and you're still early enough where that feels good. Um, I also love, like I, I do, I'm doing a lot of dishes. I'm not cleaning as much. I mean, I'm not cooking as much cause Brian's doing that. So I'm doing a lot of dishes and a lot of food management, you know, when you like combine yes. leftovers and you like cut up the berries and put them in this container and it's like a tactile, a, a physical thing to do that feels like taking care of your kitchen and your family. So I love that. Yeah. I'm, I co-sign that one too. Um, well, my next one is a little different. 
And it happened by accident. Um, I think the very first week, I want to say, or maybe a couple weeks in, um, I have been wanting a way to string together clips of short videos like you do in Instagram stories, you know, where it's like a bunch of short videos kind of put together, but not, I don't share all that much on Instagram stories. And so I wanted it more for our own record keeping and maybe to share with the grandparents or whatever. And, um, one of my problems is iMovie has a great iPhone app and I, you know, I like a lot of things about Apple, but one of the things I don't like about the iMovie app on your phone is it still is only widescreen, right? It assumes we're, we're shooting Mm. widescreen because we're making like a documentary or something. Well, so, so many of our videos are, um, vertical these days because of like the, because of the Instagram, you know, culture and because we're lazy and we just don't turn our phone sideways unless, unless it's really like a widescreen shot. So I was looking for an app that would help string together easily. I mean, like the click of a button, string together a series of random, um, up and down vertically oriented, uh, videos on my phone, nothing fancy. I don't want to go on my computer. I don't want to make a whole thing. So I found this app called InShot, I N S H O T. I'll link to it. I have no affiliation with them. Um, I want to say it was free or cheap and there is a pro version, but I haven't had to get the pro version. And it's exactly what I was looking for. It was super easy to learn to use. And what I did was on a Sunday, I strung together these random clips from the week. The, The fun thing about stringing together video clips is no one clip has to be like, amazing. So it might be, you know, it might be a squirrel in the tree. It might be the kids working on a puzzle. It might be the kids doing something goofy. Brian has been cooking so much. So I'll take a short video of him, like doing some crazy new thing in the kitchen and no one video has to like be amazing. But when you string them together, it's a really cool way to look at this time in our lives. And so the very first time I did it, I sent it just to the grandparents. And I was like, I don't know if you care if you have nine, because it was like nine minutes long. So nine minutes of like a week in the life of the Powers family. And they, of course, loved it because they don't have anything else to do. Like no one, they have time to watch (laughs) nine minutes of our silly life. And the other thing I liked about it is social media is public, right? My accounts are public. So I'm, I'm just a little more careful about what I video and what I show and some of its ego, right. Is my house a mess and some of it's privacy oriented, but this is like really just for me and just for our close family. So the videos are really silly and they come together and it's just little, just little clips. And so I'm really happy with the app InShot, and I've been doing it every Sunday and it's a little thing that brings me comfort. It takes me maybe 15 or 20 minutes to kind of curate and like drag and drop the videos and there are fancy things you can do with this app, but they're, it's really simple to use. And um, it not only brings me comfort, but the grandparents love it. I love that. And I was just going to ask you what you do with the videos after you're like done with it. Do they just go in your Google photos and hang out there? So um, as we've talked about in, in past episodes, uh, Google photos syncs with my phone and it, it's a larger video. So it takes, you know, I have to make sure it gets all the way uploaded to Google photos. And then what I do is I share a link to the video from Google photos, because that way I'm not, it's too big to text or email. Um, but with Google photos, I'm basically sharing a link to it and ever nobody's had trouble watching it. Um, and yeah, it just, it brings comfort to all of us. Love it. Well, my last one for this, um, half would be my daily dog walks. And I know this is a thing that I did last year, um, around the same time and, and was really into, but like they are a, staple, like maybe even more than last year of my day. And finally getting to the time when the weather is uniformly good enough much of the time that I don't have to be so careful about timing the walk. Like 
Right. In March and April, I scour the weather report and look for the hour a day that's going to be <laughs> like the best weather. And there's nothing else on my calendar during that hour, because if I don't go, then it's going to be raining the rest of the day or maybe really cold. Like you'll get these little spikes of temperature where it's, you know, 38 degrees instead of 32 or whatever. Yeah. So um, we're past that now. We're into May. So the weather should, there's, there's still going to be some rain, but like on the up and up, I can just start taking the dog walk when it makes sense. And I know I can get in three or four miles because I'm probably not going to get, it's not going to be a downpour and I'm not going to be freezing. So that's been really nice. And the, everything's budding now. And um, I'm listening to Dolly Parton's America, that podcast that you were telling me about, you know, two years ago or something. I think it was like four months ago. It seems like. Okay. Well, I finally got around to listening and I love it. It's just fascinating. And she's so, I mean, it's just great. It's great. Did you, have you finished it? No, I'm on like episode five, I think. So weirdly, it wrapped up right around Christmas time. And that, I mean, that's, that's when they released it. They were releasing it weekly in November and December. And with the Christmas holidays, I, I hate to say it, but I actually like kind of forgot about it and forgot to go back. So I think I listened to every episode except the last one. And that's a vote for podcasts being uh, regular about when they drop. Cause I was really into it, but it was like, they didn't, they skipped a week or two and then I skipped a week or two and then I forgot. Yeah, And you just forgot. Yeah. yeah. Well, go back and listen. I'm sure it's going to be worth it. So yeah. that is something that I am, you know, Moxie and I are spending many hours together. Well, not many. It's probably most days we are walking together between an hour and an hour and 20. I love that's that. That's a long time. That is a long walking time. An old dog, but yeah. um, it feels good. It feels good to move. feels good to get outside. I see a lot of people get to wave at people. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's good. Yeah. We are welcoming back Vionic as a sponsor today. And Sarah, I will be honest. I was sorting through my warmer weather wardrobe the other day, and it could seriously use a refresh. But you know what's good to go? My shoes. I've got a great selection to choose from thanks to the Vionic Vitals collection. And lately, the pair I keep putting on again and again is the Uptown Loafer. I have two pairs, one in sand suede and the other in camel leather. But please don't make me pick a favorite. Oh, I won't. I'll let you keep both. That's so funny, Megan, because I was a little jealous of your Uptown loafers. I was the last one on our team to get a pair, but I just did. I also got mine in the sand suede, and I think I've worn them like four times this week. They really finish off a cute spring outfit. The Vionic Vitals collection has the best essential styles for everyday wear to get you ready for spring. And no matter what shoes you choose, you'll be on the go in comfort because every single pair of Vionic shoes delivers their trademark Viomotion technology for a difference you can feel. Vionic sandals, sneakers, and flats all offer incredible support, stability, and cushioning, and every pair comes with a 30-day risk-free trial, so it's easy to try them out. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Vionic Shoes wearable well-being for your feet. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya vitamins have loved them, which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves, so they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's chewable kids' vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. 
Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients. And then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash MomHour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Okay, Sarah. So I'm going to kick it to you to talk about more small comforts. Yes. Um, what you got? Okay, well, this is a two for one and they go together because they actually kind of look alike. And it's two things I got for my birthday, which was in the middle of February. So just a couple weeks before all this went down. One is a bathrobe and one is a coffee mug. And so on any given morning, I am wearing the robe and drinking from the mug. And they are both <laughs> the prettiest spring floral. So the ro- I have a thing with bathrobes. I have trouble liking them. I almost never like mm. bathrobes. One is the sleeves. Have are- we talked about the, dra- the sleeves dragging? Yes, and getting in your dishes yes. and like you can't yes. do dishes. Uh- so the sleeves on this are kind of a cropped three quarter. Like I don't notice them being, they're not short sleeves. They're long enough to feel like you have sleeves on your arm, but they stop at like a cropped length. So that's one thing I love. It's a very, th- it's a spring robe for sure. Like a spring summer robe. It's not super warm. Um, but I throw it on in the morning and it's so soft and so pretty and I can't find it right now, everyone. So I'm really sorry that you might not be able to buy this robe, but you can find yourself a soft robe. And the funny thing is it looks like it's a maternity and pregnancy and postpartum robe, but I didn't know that I got it as a gift from a boutique. And I'm sure that my high school bestie, Sarah, who got it for me also didn't think of it that way. It, 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 there's nothing maternity about it, but I'm, I'm looking at it online and it's definitely like a new, well, it's, it's gorgeous. It's so pretty. It, is that baby matching yeah. the mom? It comes like, I mean, you can buy like a matching baby swaddle, which I, do, I have no need for. Outfit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, by the way, some of the other ones are not out of stock. Yeah. Yeah. So the one you have is, but there's another really pretty floral on here with a matching baby outfit. With a matching baby outfit. adorable. So the brand is called Queen Madden, M-A-D-D-Y-N, but it looks like it's retailed at other oh. baby boutiques. So it's probably the type of robe you would you would find at a nice oh, baby goodness. boutique. Um, it is so soft and it just it looks a little more fashion forward than I usually look at 530 in the morning. So it just it just comforts me. And it's got this really vintage look to it. So I'm looking at the so yours is really pretty, but there's one that's not right now mm-hmm. out of stock. And it is um, like they're roses. They're these like kind of like old fashioned looking yeah. roses. And it's a set, the four piece set. Mm. And the baby has a big bow. Oh, so yes. I want a baby you for want, this. You want to match your baby? You could dress uh-huh. your plant babies. <laughs> that would be really weird. Okay. <laughs> or your squirrel. <laughs> yeah, my squirrel. I'll go catch the squirrel and dress him up like a baby. That's going to go really well. <laughs> I mean, depending on how long all this lasts, nothing is off yep. the table. Um, so that is my wonderful robe. And then the mug is from anthropology and is available. And it's, um, it's the rifle paper company line for anthropology and it's their monogram initial. I've had probably four different anthropology initial mugs in my life. And you and I have had some that are matching. You have supplied me with several. I tried to buy you this one and it was right at the beginning of staying at home when shipments were unsure and they canceled the shipment. So I'm still going to surprise you with it one day, but um, it's also floral, also kind of a vintagey looking floral mug. It's so pretty. Go buy yourself one for Mother's Day, except if you are someone who microwaves your coffee a lot throughout the day, this is not the mug for you because it has gold. So you can't Metal. put it in the microwave. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not, a, I don't like to microwave my coffee. I just do a refill or yeah. I don't know. I drink it fast, but so that is my floral robe and my floral mug, which are so springy and just bring small comfort to my early mornings. Hmm. I love it. All right. Um, okay. So my first one um, for this section is my morning tea time and reading and journaling have really solidified as part of my day. And those are the kind of thing, like I've always been a tea drinker and I get up and I have my tea, but instead of like, I don't know, just kind of haphazardly wherever I wind up being or jumping right into my day and then circling back to getting tea. Like I am very specific now that I get up, I go wash my face, brush my teeth, put my contacts in. And then I go downstairs and make a cup of tea and then I bring it right back up and I read and journal. Like it's all become very solidified. And I am blessed with late rising children. Yeah. So I'm usually, even when I don't set an alarm, let's say I naturally start waking up around seven, between seven and seven thirty. That seems to be kind of the routine I've fallen into now. In your bird, I know in your that bird I've layer. In your outdoor. In my bird layer, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, if I was sleeping in a darker bedroom without birds tweeting outside my window, I probably could sleep longer, but I can't. Like yeah. I just can't now. So I, around I'm I'm aware of things that are going on around me by seven at the very latest. And I'm up by seven 30 and I just go downstairs and I get my tea and I bring it right back up and I make my bed. And then I jump right into like cross-legged on the bed, reading, drinking my tea. And I know that I'll have at least an hour before anybody else in the house is up. And that's just really, or and before they even have anything to do, like yeah. none of their classes are even starting until nine. Yeah. Um, so it just gives me this like nice, gentle ease into the day that I really enjoy. And I'm hoping that sticks when all this is I, behind us. I am feeling a little envious of this because we have been staying up a little later, Brian and I, and I doesn't feel like there's a huge need to get up at five like we used to, even though I, I am a, a natural morning person. I don't mind getting up early, but five feels like why? Like, except like right. that two of my children still get up really early. So it's been harder they're not allowed out of their rooms till six, but they are often out of their rooms at six. And so yeah. it's been harder to get that time. So often I'm getting maybe 15 minutes instead of 45 to an hour. I really like your idea of bringing it back upstairs. I feel like if my, if Reed and Violet came out of their rooms and saw me in my room having a coffee and it would almost signal like they'd be able to go downstairs and just hang out or they whatever. They could start their day just a little differently yeah. than you start yours but when, maybe. Yeah. When they come down and we're down there, Brian has been doing home workouts, so he he's often working out and it's not that different than it used to be, but it feels a little harder to get a full 45 minutes or an hour. And yeah, I'm, I'm envious of people. And then my other child sleeps till like nine. It's like they're, they're seriously, we were going to bed the other night and I was so sleepy and I told Allegra who had stayed up to watch TV with us. I was like, you got up four hours after I did today. It's like, no <laughs> yeah. wonder I'm sleepier than you. It's not just because I'm old. So yeah, I really well, I would recommend trying the bedroom thing yeah, because the, like the nice thing about that is when I do decide it's time for me to enter the family unit, it's like I've finished the other thing. Yeah. Right. And we both know this is something that's only possible if you have older kids yeah. um, just out there for, yes. for the moms, with little ones. But like it, it is just a signal for me that when I do go enter the kitchen, I have shifted into a different gear. Mm -hmm. And like I so I'm trying not to do that as early. In fact, I have the ability. I have a kettle. Um, like a, an extra electric kettle mm -hmm. that I use for camping. And I've thought about putting it in my bedroom and then just having like tea and some of the little cups of half and half yeah, up here. Like a little, so I don't even have to go like downstairs. a hotel room, you know, where yeah, you can like, like a hotel room. 
especially when it's nice in the morning, I can go sit on my deck and watch the birds like up close. I just think that would be lovely that to do that be. without even going downstairs. So. Well, um, I know I mentioned at some point that I also got new bedding and new curtains. So my room is a lot. I like my room a lot more than I used to. Um, and I also like that you get up and you wash your face, brush your teeth. Like there's another thing I think I just stumbled down and I feel other than my pretty robe, I don't feel very put together. Yeah. So I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to take a page from your book and maybe rethink the early morning routine. So I like that. Okay. Well, my next small comfort is the, uh, Revlon root erase hair color and root touch up that you told me about before even any of this happened. You told me about it. And then and you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was like, <laughs> I just go every four or five weeks and get my roots touched up. I hadn't dyed my own hair probably since college, probably for 20 years, almost 20 years. Um, and I just remembered it being really messy and just kind of difficult and mostly messy and like taking like half a day to clean everything up. So you told me about this. Then I ordered it. They didn't have my exact color. So I was a shade too light. I tried it once and this is a game changer. And it's not, it's not even like, the trendy one you see uh, Madison Reed or whatever, which I have nothing bad to say about. I've never tried it. This is like easily gotten at your CVS or your Target, wherever you're doing your online ordering or your curbside pickup from. And it is so easy to apply and it's not messy. And honestly, I I file it under a small comfort because it's comforting to not have it be a big deal. Like my, I've done it twice in seven weeks, which is more often than I would go to the hair salon, but I can, I have the time and I have the product. So why would I wait till my grays are, you know, three quarters of an inch long when I can do it when they're less than that. So I'm probably due to do it again. Um, and it just feels like a little bit of pampering and I'm so I'm, I'm very critical about like how that kind of stuff works. Like that's why I'd rather go get it done professionally and not be annoyed that like the colors offer. It looks, it looks like cheap or bad. And I'm, I'm very impressed. So thank you for that recommendation. And it's a small comfort because I don't have to look at gray hair during this, during this time. And I want to say it's like 12 bucks for a bottle that gets you three uses or even it might even be like 10. It's very inexpensive. And it's, um, and it's fast. You can do it. And I don't know how long you leave yours on. I think I, I have light hair, so the roots don't show as much, but like I'm in and out. I mean, like I just do it the days I would have been getting, taking a shower anyway. It adds like 15 minutes to my yeah. routine. Yep. So it's really not bad. Yep. And it didn't, um, it didn't stain my, I have skin that stains really easily because I have dark hair and relatively light skin. Um, and even at the hair salon, um, Vanessa always tells me like, you stain so much more than, I don't know why I don't, but it doesn't stain any more than I would stain at the regular hair salon. And I didn't have any problem kind of scrubbing it off later. So I was a little worried about that too, but yeah. Well, I'm glad I made that recommendation because yes. it has been saving me as well. Yes, please. Um, All right. What's your next one? Okay. So this is my last one um, for this day and it is regular Zoom calls with friends, but I'm keeping it limited to close friends. And so I'm going to like unpack that a little yeah, bit. Please. When this all first started, it's like everybody I ever heard of and like their mother <laughs> wanted to get on a Zoom call with me. And I think it was a lot of people just needing connection feeling disrupted. Um, a lot of people who've never worked from home yeah. suddenly found themselves at home all day. And so they needed like to fill in the time. Like it's like very different. My sister was one. She's like, I don't know what to do with myself. I always work in an office and now I'm not, and I'm doing all these zoom calls. And do you want to get on a zoom call? And, and she's just one, like I have a whole bunch of people who I would call acquaintances at best, who I never hang out with, who wanted me to get in on their, on their zoom hangouts. And I did for a little while. And then I found that super overwhelming because I've already got a routine. I've been working from home for a long time. Mm -hmm. So for me, this like 
what I'm looking for in social interaction isn't that. It's not a teleconference mm-hmm. or a video conference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Agreed. Um, but so for like two or three weeks, I was going to all these Zoom birthday p- parties and Zoom this and that. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm just not. And so I didn't do any for probably three or four weeks, um, except for some with Jenna and Missy. That's about it. I'm, I'm doing them with Jenna and Missy weekly, sometimes biweekly. And then I've done one with all of the women in my family. So like my sisters-in-law and my sister and Jenna. Um, and that's something we're doing. Like we're planning on doing that every two to three weeks. And do you but, so I'm just schedule trying, in advance? I'm trying to do it regularly. We, we, we'll send out a text and just be like anybody available at this time. And then we just all get together. Cause it feels like a lot of people have a lot of family, um, hangouts and FaceTimes and mm-hmm. things that, that are also part of their routine. So sometimes it's hard to like really narrow it down. So yeah. we're a little more loose, but I would definitely say every couple, every two to three days with Jenna and Missy and every couple of weeks with the more extended family. And yeah. it's just, it's just a nice thing to have to connect with people, but, but not stress myself out by having too much of it Yeah, or by having it with the wrong people. Yeah. I think in the beginning, you're so right. It was, um, first of all, it was novel. And, and I, mm-hmm. I almost think people felt like they should be doing it or like, yeah. this is how many things can we move to zoom and how clever can we be about right. virtually hanging out, which of course it was, it was in response to an unprecedented change to all of our lives. So it's not a bad thing, but I agree that there's been some, uh, right sizing or adjusting to, um, not just like, let's hang out all the time with everyone. Cause there's still the awkward, <laughs> like talking over each other and mute, right. mute, can you mute? And like, and then our kids' school got going and like, yeah, if, yeah. I mean, if, if there's a day that goes by without some kind of group video conference, it's rare. So I like hearing how you kind of found a way, um, for it to the people that I would be seeing regularly anyway, right? because otherwise I can wait. If I only see you once every three months, when I happen to run into you out or we grab a drink, I don't need to schedule a bunch of zoom calls with you in in that three month period. I agree. I'll just wait, you know, it's nothing, it's no offense to that person. It's just like, uh, too much small talk, too much. Like you're saying awkward talking over each yeah. other. I'd rather save those things for the people I really need and want to stay in close contact yeah. with. I like that. Um, we have had, I might've mentioned this in another episode, but we very early on started a standing fa- family FaceTime in at eight 30 in the morning on weekdays. So it's actually almost part of our, like get ready for online school, 8.30 comes around. Um, and the cool thing about that is we don't all show up. So it's my my parents. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so it's my parents and my sister and my brother, which are all, we're all in different locations. Um, and it's kind of a standing time. And I had never used FaceTime as a group, um, but I actually like it because, first of all, it's not, we don't have to send a Zoom link. There's nothing like that really has to be, pre-planned, but it makes a little ding on your phone. That's different than a text. And it's like, this group of people is in a FaceTime. Like, do you want to join? And it's really funny because my mom has said, she's like, I'm just going to be there every day at eight 30. And like, some of you will show up and sometimes I'll show up at like eight 45 and it'll just be my mom and my sister. And there, my brother doesn't go very often because he has class, but like, it's, it's like a, it's a standing meeting with no pressure to join. And I love that. So it's been a great way to make sure we do have a chance to say hello, but without we, it's, it can be very short. You can no show. There's no pressure, no guilt. So that's been good. Love it. All right. Do I have one it's more? You now, eh? Okay. Yeah. Well, you finished last week by talking about apparel for your legs. And I am going to finish this week by talking about apparel <laughs> for my legs. 
Our legs need apparel. Well, and the running joke, right, is that like no one's wearing pants to any meetings and like no one's put on jeans forever. And it's a running joke because it's mostly true. Um, I mean, I have worn jeans every once in a while, put on jeans. And then it's like, why? Why did I do this? So you talked about leggings with pockets last week, the Fabletics ones that you like. And um, I also I'm pretty good in the workout pants department. So I often will start my day wearing some workout leggings. But the kind of pants I'm going to talk about is when you don't want to wear jeans and you don't want to wear specifically for workout leggings, you need what I am calling like comfy pants. They're not quite pajamas. They're not quite for working out. And I have three right now that I would put in this category. Um, And so one is a Lululemon cropped jogger. They are actually meant for yoga. I don't wear them to work out very often. I wear them for like this comfy category and they are so soft and they're just not quite as tight as leggings. So I, they have, I was just going to ask. So they don't like show your underwear and they don't look like you're going to go work out. I need a pair of those because it's like, I feel like my workout pants are very, they look very specifically workout. Yes. So these, I would also Lululemon already runs small. So you already kind of size up. I would even size up for me. I would size up like two sizes in these because I, the whole point of them is I don't want them to be quite as tight as leggings. Um, and I don't have skinny legs. So I think I sized up like two sizes in these. And what I love, the material is so soft. The pockets are so deep and they have a high waist. So I wear them um, with like flip flops and a tank top and they're cool for when the weather's warm. And I think they're really flattering. They're super flattering. On the website, it shows them in lighter colors. Uh, they're still pretty clingy. I don't want to get, I don't want to create the wrong impression that they're not like workout pants. They're definitely, I think they're kind of meant for yoga, but um, I got mine in black and I think they're very flattering and they're so comfortable. And yeah, like underwear line, like they're just, they're great. So highly recommend those. I think they're called the Align Jogger Cropped and I will link to them. And yes, Lululemon is very expensive, but in my experience, then I wear them for like eight years. So it evens out in the end. So those are great. Um, I have a pair of linen pants with a fold over waist that I got from Jane.com, which we always talk about. And I'll link to them. But the way things work on Jane is the deals come and go. So I'll link to them and you can you can ping it and it'll notify you when they come up again. Um, but they have a fold over waistband like maternity pants, which is so great. Oh and they're linen and they don't wrinkle in the dryer. And they they're not cropped, but they're like a, a good length for me. And they're great for summer and I love them. So that's a linen pant. So, so far I have like a workout jogger, a linen pant. And then the last one are these cropped, I don't know how to describe them. They're kind of like a a very lightweight chino cotton. They look see-through. They're not see-through. These are the ones from, I got them from Madewell, but they're by the Lively brand, which Lively is a, like a pajama and lingerie. So it's called the Lively Wide Leg Lounge Pant. And, um... Mine are navy blue. The model is wearing them in white. I don't know. They look like basically old lady. They look like they're not the cutest pants in the world, but they are comfortable and I wear them regularly. So there's my endorsement. Three. You need at least three pairs of comfy, non-workout, non-pajama pants in order to have a small comfort in life. And that's where I've landed. Those are my three. I love that. I am all about comfy pants, but I agree that not all comfy pants are are created equal. Yeah. And there's like a, there's a whole range of types of comfy pants yes. needed to really ride out this, this, uh, yes, pandemic, it's, it is believe, like, so. it's like a strategy. You need a comfy pants strategy. Cause you know what I'm not wearing yeah. a lot of, I do have some leggings that are not workout leggings 
And I don't find I'm wearing them very much because either I don't want something tight or they feel hot. So mm-hmm. like in the winter, I would have worn some leggings and like um like a tunicky long sleeve or a sweater. And I'm just yep. not doing that right now because it's getting warmer. So that's why I'm going for the linen and like the cropped, the cropped lounge pant. <laughs> yes. And, and my, you know, my staple of the last few months of long sweater over whatever leggings I could find yeah. is not going to work um, because I'm going to be wearing t-shirts and things like that. And they just don't look the same yeah. with leggings. Yep. So you need a different kind of Yes. Pants. Yes. Yep. All right, everyone. Well, this has been really fun. And as always, everything we talked about is linked up in the show notes at themomhour.com. And if you missed last week's episode, we promise it is not just about squirrels and birds and bird feeders. There's a bunch more small comforts in there. So go back and listen. That was episode 259. Um, And yeah, thanks for being here with us. We will be back again this coming Sunday with another episode in our Pandemic Perspectives series. And then, of course, again on Tuesday, as always. So we'll talk to you then. Yeah. And we'd love to hear from you about your your favorite small comforts and the things getting you through right now. So you can always email us at hello at themomhour.com or go find us on Instagram. I feel like conversations there tend to be kind of fun around this kind of thing. Yes, do that. We will talk to you all soon. Guess what, Megan? Over 10,000 teens are already using our sponsor, Erica, to help them unplug. That is amazing. Erica, that's Erica with a K, is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug whenever they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. It's so cool how this works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Yeah, you know, teens really get that social media comes with risks, including addiction. And Erica helps them build healthy habits and self-regulation that will benefit them their whole lives. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. Hi, everyone. Megan here. Sarah and I would absolutely love it if you would hit pause right now, like right where you're listening, and leave the Mom Hour a rating and review. If our show has helped you feel a little more confident as a mom or a little less alone, this is one of the biggest ways you can thank us, and it really only takes about 30 seconds. If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, you can navigate to the Mom Hour's show listing. So when you're in the episode you're listening to right now, click where it says the Mom Hour just above the play button. And then scroll all the way to the bottom and you will see the ratings and reviews. We would love if you would leave us one as well. Thank you so much for listening.